0: Hi, welcome to the Gospel of Kennison, episode 195, brought to you the week of January 26, 2024. Happy New Year, everybody. I'm your host. My name is James Kennison, and this is my personal audio journal. (sighs) Sorry, it's been a while. You know how it is with old James. James goes through phases. I specifically remember saying that I was going to fight this time when the downtime came in previous episodes, I said, when the downtime comes, I'm going to fight it. And let me just tell you right now, there is no fighting it. (laughs) It's like a light switch. You either feel like doing your life or click. You don't podcasting is the first thing to go because you have to have a little bit of your spirit intact to be able to do it. So, That is my, the closest I get to an excuse. It's not an excuse. It's a reason why I haven't been putting out podcasts, both GOK and uh, that story show. So uh, welcome back to me. (laughs) How was your Christmas? I hope it was great. Mine was good. It was really good. It's been a while now, you know, it's been a month, a month and a day. I got a lot of Buzz Lightyear stuff. I got a Buzz Wallet. I got a, a a buzz adorables. You have to look it up. They're in this package that looks like they're behind doors and and it's cute. And I I got some other stuff. Who cares, right? Who cares what I got for Christmas? What I have done is is enjoyed Christmas. That was a big thing. Sometimes Christmas stresses me out. This year it was great. Okay, so this year and every year pretty much, but especially with the kids this year. It was the first time we really didn't do surprises. Because they're older and they know what they want and we have a budget. And so we put it all together and shake it up and spill it out on the table and see, you know, what we can do. And like Jay, for instance, wanted a record player. So I I knew that was going to be a big part of his budget. So, you know, I went online and found one, actually got one on a Black Friday deal. And it was really nice and it was really cheap even though it wasn't really cheap in real life, you know what I mean? So now he has a record player and he is thrilled. His 15 year old self is playing records. We can hear it all over the house. So it's nice though, but it, but it's so cool to see him enjoying a pure analog experience, having that physical media and having there be a process to pull it off of the disc You know, I mean, we had a similar thing with tape decks and CDs where you have to fiddle with it and push play and click to the next track, you know, and all that nowadays, you know, they just stream it, you know, and put it into playlists. There's no lyric sheets. There's no photos or album covers really, you know, so he is experiencing all that and I love it. That's why I don't mind hearing his music through the floor, you know. Even the speakers on the on the turntable are those kind where you push down the red switch and stick the raw wire in, and then it clamps down on the wire. You know, instead of like RCA plugs and stuff like that. So it's it's really retro and really cool. But it does have Bluetooth, which he'll probably never use and hasn't used. So far, cause he could use his earbuds, you know, his head headphones or whatever. But I say that to say that they knew what they were getting this year, but I still being a traditional dad wanted to get him something that showed that I was thinking about him and hopefully would mean something to them. And so I got Jay a wallet because he is about to get his driver's license in a month. I knew he was going to have to have something to carry his cards around in. So I got him one of those card wallets. And then Jenna, I kind of asked around, does she drink coffee in the morning? And she does. And so I got her a little miniature Keurig, you know, one of those K-cup machines. And uh, it came in rose pink. And she absolutely lost her crap when she saw it. So I was like, yes, that is amazing. I felt like super dad. So, And and contributing to my daughter, you know, her addiction to coffee. So that's always good. It's always a good fatherly thing to do to make sure your kids have vices, you know, uh, as if the world doesn't offer enough. Jen buys her own Christmas and I buy my own Christmas pretty much. We just have budgets, like we said. And Jen got some Lululemon stuff. And I couldn't tell you what it was. I think it's a jacket, which she kept saying, "Are you sure?" Because it's expensive. I'm like, if it's in the budget, then yeah, it's fine. So she got a she got some leggings and a jacket, and she she is uh, styling and profiling. And from what I understand, I heard that Lululemon has men's clothes, and there is no way in Hades I would ever wear Lululemon clothes because I associate them with females and uh, nothing against you i i don't know <laughs> and this is a guy that showers with dove men's soap so you know there was a time when dove was hardcore advertising to females only and and now i've uh i've made that switch which i you know an older me probably or a younger me would have never done but Lululemon clothes for dudes. I don't know. They would have to have spikes on them, or, or something camouflage. You know, smell like trees. I don't know. So New Year's was uh, nothing to write home about. I don't really care about New Year's. My my wife does. It was always a big deal in her family. For us, it was just an, you know another night and you wake up and you started saying the wrong year. So I went to bed early and woke up. The next day, I think my wife always tries to find a way to watch the the ball drop. So I hope she she had a good New Year's. So far things have been good. I didn't make any res- resolutions or anything cuz I don't like failure, you know. My resolution for my life has been to get back to podcasting because it is the it's the number one thing that shows me, it's like a barometer, you know. It shows me where I'm at. And if I'm podcasting, then I know I'm doing good. And if I'm not, obviously, you know, cause it's the first thing to go. And it's like the last thing to come back when I'm, when I'm doing better. So things were rough for a while. They're not perfect right now, but you know, counseling's going well. I'm still seeing my counselor. We're working through James H. James stuff. So, you know, stepdad stuff, low self-esteem stuff. James is a loser stuff. You know, all my issues, so I won't recount them. We're working through those. And I tried to quit because <laughs> every time we get to this point in counseling, I ghost my counselor. But my counselor is really nice. And I, I told, I tried to bring it up with my wife on a date night. I was like, Hey, Hey wife. And she's like, Hey husband. And I said, Hey. Counseling sessions are pretty expensive, right? And you know, we should probably stop doing them. And she's like, nope, I don't care how much it costs. <laughs> you're, you're not quitting. I was like, oh, so there, there went my secret plan to be like, I was trying to do a favor for the family, you know, all slick and stuff. Well, family update time. Jen's been weight training with weights and stuff. She's got muscles. She shows them to me sometimes. She has muscles in her arms. She flexes and she has biceps and little triceps and little arm muscles and I have no problem with that, you know. People talk about should women have muscles and stuff and how much is too much. You'll see, you know, memes online of a woman with big arms and all this. So here's here's my personal preference. This is in no way a judgment on anybody and it's not even the way it should be. It's just what I prefer. I prefer if if uh, there's muscles there, let's not see them when your arms are at rest. And then when you flex, boom, there they are. You see what I'm saying? So it's like both. Like you're, you're still soft and then you're, you're, you got muscles. And that's the way Jen is right now. So it's perfect. It's perfect. She's toned, I guess. She's not trying to put on mass. So it's a good look. And she's proud of it. She's proud of it. She tries to punch me and beat me up sometimes, and it makes me cry. Um, Jenna came home for Christmas for a month, and that was awesome. She was busy the whole time. She was working the whole time. She even went back. She's got this job that she does when she's in college. She works for the stadium in one of the boxes, you know, the the in boxes, and she's a waitress for the people in there. And she makes an hourly rate, rate, which is not waitress rates. Like, she makes an hourly rate. And then she gets tips on top of that. And the tips often outweigh the hourly rate. And so it's not every Saturday. But when there's a game at home, she can work it. She makes a buttload of money. So hats off to her. And she's also working at Panera. She's working at Panera, I think out there as well, instead of Chick-fil-A, but she worked Chick-fil-A when she was here. So she it was, it was a blast to have her back. Jen thought she was going to have a hard time letting her go again, seeing her leave, but it wasn't bad. The crazy thing that happened though, is her, her car is my old Kia. So we put two new tires on it cause it needed two new tires. Uh, we, I put all new windshield wipers on it cause it needed windshield wipers. Got an oil change done on it because it needed that. And then somebody stole it. <laughs> Two dudes caught on somebody's ring camera, uh, stole it out from in front of her boyfriend's house, went for a joyride apparently, and ended up in Crondolet Park doing donuts in the snow in the middle of the park where there's no roads. And then they creamed it right into a, ca- uh, a tree rather and shoved that engine all the way up into the the front seat all the airbags deployed I didn't even know we had back airbags but we did apparently so they left all my daughter's stuff which was awesome because there was even she she borrowed a old digital camera from us that we used to use back in the day and apparently this has become the trend to get an old digital camera from the oos and, and use it. And so it was in the car and I was just sure it was going to get stolen. There was, um, a birthday gift or a Christmas gift in there from her boyfriend, a bag of some kind. Anyway, I, everything got left in there, including something that we didn't have in there in advance. And that was a clip, a, a fully loaded clip for a, a Glock handgun. So I'm just glad she didn't walk up on them when they were taking the car. Uh, But the Kia boys strike again. So we are in the process, the annoying process of waiting to see what they're going to pay us for it. And then we've got to go shop for a new car. Lots of fun. Not really. But Jenna's doing great. She's doing great in grades. Her and her boyfriend are doing fine. They're celebrating nine months. So getting pretty serious, I guess. Uh, Jen and I are celebrating say 28 this year, I guess. And, uh, it's getting pretty serious too. Jay, Jay, Jay has been swimming. That's been his thing. He, there's no swim team, but he somehow, this little booger has, uh, weaseled his way into the girls practice as a manager and he gets to swim and, and work out while the girls are doing their practice. I think he's kind of a genius. I think he's a genius. This was the same kid that uh, when he was a kid, a little guy, I'd take him to Disney world and there were two lines. There was one for Mickey and uh, there was a line for the princesses and he wanted to go see the princesses. Me standing there with my son, with all the moms and their daughters and, uh, he wanted to see Princess's man. He knew, he knew what was good. He knew what was going on. So he's been doing that for a while. He's getting his license in less than a month. He's excited. I'm excited. It's just another part of him growing up. You know, it's, it's good with Jenna. Um, I was annoyed having to ride with her when she drove everywhere but then I got truly sad when that was over. Cause I realized that was the last time she really needed me, you know? And so with Jay, I have definitely not had that attitude and I have taken full advantage of, you know, just getting in his head. How's your day? You know, let's talk about your favorite music. Let's, let's, uh, let's bond. And it's been really good. It's been really, really good. Uh, this round of depression was rough. Um, not as rough as some of them have been. I would say I was more miserable than depressed. Like I was never hating myself or, um, just feeling like, a. well, I always feel like a loser, but it, it wasn't about that kind of depression. It was mostly about lack of energy to do anything. Um, the inability to, focus on anything like I would lose interest in like if a video was 15 minutes long on YouTube forget it forget it I I couldn't handle it uh, couldn't play video games more than five minutes it, I was just miserable that's what this bout was about was about being miserable and every night like the one thing I can count on is I can listen to an audiobook and relax in my bed And get really sleepy and turn it off and and go to sleep. And there was one particular night in particular where I laid there and I turned on the audio and suddenly I lost interest in it. Like I couldn't focus on it. I didn't want to listen to it anymore. And it just broke me. I just went downstairs. I'm like, I just sat on the couch and just stared at the wall because I'm like, there is nothing left. I'm hopeless. You know, I can't even enjoy... The one thing that, that I could enjoy no matter what, like I didn't think that it was ever going to be an issue by the next day. It was fine, (laughs) but man, that was a, a low point. Uh, I just sat there and stared at the wall and just was miserable. I felt like my, my, the skin on my head was crawling. Um, obviously I've been meeting with my psychiatrist. We've been trying different doses of medication and every two weeks, we do an update and we trade things out, things that aren't working, things that have worked right now. I'm in a weird spot where I don't know that what I've, what I'm taking is working completely, but I think I'm just naturally coming out of the funk just the same way I go into it. You know, it seems to be separate from the medication. The medication just kind of helps it along. I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see if this happens next week. And that's, that's when we'll know, you know? If, if this is something I can keep up with what am I watching reading and uh, checking out in the movie department I have been reading uh, the Witcher series you know don't don't get turned off by the name. it is a fantasy series set in a similar world to Tolkien where there's elves and dwarves and halflings and humans and all that uh, but a witcher, is like a mutant dude there's a there's a few of them and they walk they run around and people pay them to slay monsters because in this world there are still you know monsters that are in the bog or monsters that live under a bridge or you know things that fly and things that are in the ocean and so it's a it's a good series there's two ways to read the series one is in release order And another one is in chronological and I chose to read chronologically. And so I don't know that that was the best idea. Like, so in star Wars. If somebody said, should I watch release order or chronologically, I would say release order any day of the week, start with the original star Wars and then go back and see the prequels and then go see the sequels, you know, but I didn't do that with Witcher. And I read that, that chronologically was best. But I don't know. I don't know. I got confused a little bit. But I would suggest it. It's got a little bit of sexiness in it, but nothing outlandish. I would I would definitely say it's still within the PG-13 range. They kind of gloss over all the nitty-gritty stuff. So, but it's mostly just a, a a guy, he can see in the dark. He uh he can cast some basic signs like he can push people back, start fires with his hands, stuff like that, things that would help him fight a monster. So it's, it's pretty good. It's Swiss, I believe. And then it was translated into English. So really good. There's about five or six books and I'm almost done with the whole series. I'm watching on Apple plus I've been watching the invasion. I think I'm about done with it. It was very slow burn, but the thing that attracted me to it, it's a typical alien invasion, you know, Scenario type of show, but it's from the point of view of normal, several normal people, just like a family, uh, some kids on a field trip, uh, a dude that's overseas in Afghanistan, a, a, a Japanese lady that works for NASA in Jap- Japan. It's actually called JASA, J A S A. It's really good. And it just, uh, I, after the first season, when they, they got where they wanted to go and they took care of everything, I was, I was kind of done. And I started the second you know, season and I, I do that. I kind of lose interest in stuff. So what I've been watching lately, as of last night, I've already watched six episodes is love on the spectrum on Netflix. Now sounds exactly like what it is it is uh folks that have um autism that are looking for love and it just so happens that one of the people in the show is a is a girl and her mom that do TikToks uh TikTok shorts and her name's Abby and she's really really cute and she's uh, a sweetheart and i've been watching her shorts forever because her and her mom will talk about experiences that she's had and how she got through them. And she loves collecting Barbies and she loves Disney and she loves the lion King and she loves animals and she wants to be a mermaid and a princess. And it's just the most innocent, sweetest thing. And I just love that. I love that all all day I could handle kids or people acting like kids, uh, just innocence and sweetness and that purity I could watch that all day and then she's in this show. And then, then it turns out that all these folks have that same spirit about them. And uh, so I just, I really enjoyed it. So if you want something to watch on Netflix, love on the spectrum. And from what I understand, there's a love on the spectrum, uh, Australia for me to watch after I'm done with this one. So, but it also teaches you a lot about autism. And I'm a guy that I have a niece that's autistic. Um, So I know a little bit about it, but everybody's different, you know, just like depression is different in everybody, but there are commonalities as well. So it's, it's been educational as well as sweet as crap. It's just so sweet. They're so sweet. Oh my gosh. They're so sweet. Um, my, my sleep schedule got all jacked up, you know, I was doing so well, still trying to maintain proper sleep hygiene, but I, but I go to bed late and I wake up late. I'm, I'm, I'm showering most days of the week, trying to get back in to the groove of, of, you know, normal James. I haven't done anything with stand up comedy recently, but I have been writing jokes and I post them on Facebook. So if you would follow me on Facebook, James Kennison, and every day at about three o'clock, you will get A little joke that I put out, and I've done a lot of them. So if you follow me on Facebook, it's dinner time. Oh, it's dinner time. It's dinner time. I don't know if you heard that, but Google just told me it's dinner time. So I got to go. But yeah, follow me on Facebook. (sighs) Thank you so much, uh, patrons and uh, listeners who have messaged me and supported me and waited for me. I appreciate all of you. I hope you guys enjoy this episode. If you have any questions or comments, always send them to james at nlcast.com. And uh, hopefully I'll see you guys next week for another episode, episode 196 of uh, Gospel of Kesson. Love you guys. Bye.